You're listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast, the podcast of author Josh Vasquez. That's me, and this is a podcast where I talk about all kinds of things. Talk about zombies, writing, books, and nerdy things. And I'm just flying through the intro today because this is actually an intro to an episode that's going to have an intro on it. Um, yeah, so anyways, uh, as you know, I, I kind of took a little break over the summer um, uh, unintentionally. I've uh, been trying to uh, pump out some episodes uh, just to kind of you know, catch y'all up on your content, um, and so, yeah, this is an episode that I recorded, like, I guess before the break, and I didn't upload it, I'm thinking because of the audi- uh, uh, audio quality, I just put those into two, uh, two words into one word, um, uh, the audio quality is not great in these, I'm not sure exactly what was going on, uh, it's really more the first half than it is the second half. This is a two-parter, so it's a long one. So I recorded all of this stuff and then didn't even do anything with it. Um, but the uh, first is just it's just a little warbly um, in some of the parts. Um, for some reason, my nose got stuffed up when I was in the middle of recording. So there's also that. There was just a lot of things going on, a lot of factors going on in this episode. I'm not sure if those are the reasons why I didn't upload them. Um, but I, I know I... I teased about this in, in previous episodes where I, I would talk about the matrix and how I was uh re-watching that with my adult eyes now um and uh yeah and how that kind of ties into some of the stuff that we're dealing with like in, in our real life right now um I talk a little bit about how um I kind of see some stuff that is shared with uh like biblical Christianity um so there's some of that so if any of that kind of talk is like just not your thing just a heads up uh, that's where it's going. Um, so I talk about, I, I do talk about like all my normal kind of Savannah zombie, um, all over the place stuff. Uh, the second half of the episode, uh, really is where I kind of hone in on, uh, the matrix and how I kind of, uh, think a lot of that stuff that, uh, we see in those movies, uh, can, can be tied back to kind of our reality and stuff like that. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place, you know, just like normal, uh, but it is a little bit more focused um, in that second half. Uh, but just to give you a heads up, this is uh, this is a lost episode. This is a lost episode. So, you know, in trying to uh, pump some content back into the podcast, you know, get this thing back on the on the on the rails. Um, uh, I figured I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and release it, you know, even though it doesn't sound uh, too great. Like uh, sound, uh, like I said, quality is not uh a hundred percent uh it is uh b plus work so you know uh we're, we're we're putting it out there and by we i mean me josh vasquez so anyways um enjoy that uh enjoy this lost episode um i'm about to go record an actual episode so i'll i'll see you guys i'll see you guys later all right adios To the Savannah Zombie Podcast, the podcast of author Josh Vasquez. That's me, and that's this is the podcast where um, I talk about all kinds of things. Talk about nerdy things. Talk about writing and books, and you know all that all that fun stuff that I do. Um, yeah, that, yeah, it's just a good time. Just talk about stuff on my way to work. Um, so if you hear any noise in the background, you hear me sipping on some drink. That's just me getting ready for my work day. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, so this is just yeah. If you're new, hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for popping in and checking this out. Um, this podcast is very laid back. Not a lot going on here. Just me hanging out, talking to you fine people. Um, and that's really it. Um, so, uh, yeah, recently, i kind of been talking about uh, some of the stuff that I've been doing as far as getting these uh, paperback versions of my books ready. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, last time, if you listened to last week's episode, uh, I talked a little bit about how I had watched The Matrix, and I wanted to talk about that a little bit. So, um, yeah, that's today's show. Um, not really much to it, except I'm sipping on some kombucha today um it's not too bad it's not my favorite but um yeah it's uh i won't i won't name the brand because um like i said it's not my favorite and it's not a glowing endorsement (sighs) delicious get all that good biotics microflora in my gut going you know just get that 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 healthy gut. 
I don't know why, but like guts, like uh, it's like that's the actual word for it, you know, man. That's like <laughs> got all these scientific words, but the best we got for this one is gut. All right, cool. Anyways, uh, so like I said, been working on uh, these uh, paperback versions of my books, trying to get them all ready to go. Oh. You can listen to a couple a couple of episodes that talk about like doing the covers and all that pretty much got that figured out and uh, like I said um, I got the template for the first book and I was able to knock out uh, book two's cover in like maybe like 30 minutes like it wasn't it wasn't too long it was just a matter of really uh, putting the correct front cover on there uh, switching up the the uh, the back uh, the image for the back of the the cover and everything and uh, yeah so uh, you know changing the the uh, the information on the back of the book for the second book and not the first book all that all that fun stuff so yeah really uh, really plug and play now uh, take a little bit just tweaking getting things uh, in the right dimensions um, let's see dee, 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 dee. I did. I did change some stuff on uh, the uh, A New Death Director's Cut cover, and Amazon, like, Amazon sent me a proof, alright, the author proof, um, for me to look over, and um, I looked it over, right, as I was supposed to, and then, uh, yeah, I wanted to go publish it, and they're like, oh wait, you still have text outside the, uh, outside the like their uh, margins or like their, their dimensions and whatnot and like Amazon you, you sent me a book and like it's the dimensions are good on the book like it doesn't cut it off like but like I guess I guess you have to go back in and have to scooch my words over a little bit so but found an easy way to get around that um, so be working on those and hopefully have uh, those finished up by uh, this week. I know I say that every week, but uh, this week's actually like looking a little bit promising. Um, I've got a redone author copy um, of the first and second book. Uh, they're on the way. I actually just ordered those uh, this morning. So um, we'll get those checked out. And um, I'll most likely have the books done this weekend, but probably won't be ready for being published until next weekend or yeah I'll, I'll just say next weekend um just because uh i don't i, I before i've kind of just uh, trusted the uh the pdf copy and all that stuff um as far as like you know making sure the cover is good and everything um as far as proofing proofing the book uh but this time i'm actually taking a little bit a little bit more time to you know check out the details and stuff like that um so I'm, I'm getting those those printed author proofs before. Got a nice little ribbon across the <laughs> across the front and back. It says not for resale. So um, yeah, I guess these will just be uh, collector's editions for me. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, since I am republishing with uh, Valhalla Books, I figured I'd go ahead and put the uh, the little the little extra details into it. So. Anyways, um, that's that, um, let's see, what else, oh, hold on, mm-hmm, taking a little, little sip there, just trying to get energized for my day, you know, just trying to get going, it's early, um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, one of the other things about getting these, uh, um, uh, paperbacks ready to go is uh you know getting that the inside of the book to look good you know make it look like a like a real book you know like i'm a real boy um but uh an easy way that i found to do that is uh it's an app uh that you can get from uh kdp so if you're an author you know what that is if you're publishing through kindle if you're new that's just uh kdp is just short for kindle direct publishing that's uh amazon's uh self-publishing uh you know what they do everything under uh they used to have a separate thing for the paperbacks but now it's all under all under one roof which is super helpful um it's yeah you used to have to do it on uh the kdp for your kindle version then you'd have to switch over to another website called uh create space and um 
do your paperback on there and the information wasn't integrated so you'd have to go look up your uh, your reports for your ebooks and then go look up your reports for your paperbacks and it's just yeah it's just super great now it's all integrated now like if you like started like uh, for example like with uh, uh, my Savannah zombie series uh, they're all published as ebooks um, so they're all up there they're all ready to go the information's all in KDP and um, I used to have to go and take that, go to create space, make the paperback and all that. But now it's just a simple like, hey, do you want to make a paperback with this? And then it literally starts you on the process, pretty much walks you through the whole thing. Um, there's a ton of tutorials and FAQs and stuff like that that you can read if you're um, interested in becoming an author um, and all that stuff. Uh, it's, yeah, it's easier than before. So, um, yeah. It's just, and it's just interesting because I published, uh, I published the first book back in 2013. And so, like, I was doing, like, all my research um, into publishing pretty much that year. And, um, yeah, just the fact that, you know, you could publish a book on Kindle was just mind-blowing to me back then. And I was like, okay, that's, that's cool. Um, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll do this with my story and, uh, you know, at least put it out there in the world kind of deal. Um, and one of those, uh, one of the reasons why my, like, my cover has, like, kind of evolved over the years, too, is, like, really, really, uh, simple, uh, back in the day, um, but, uh, you know, just as it, as it, uh, I kind of was like, alright, well, because back, back then, it was still kind of like, alright, you're really just kind of, I mean, you're, you are competing against, like, all books, but, like, you are, I mean, people see that you're an ebook, so they're kind of like, they give you a little bit less of a, they're not too worried about you. Um, but as the competition kind of, you know, got more and more focused against, you know, not taking on traditional publishers, but, you know, uh, you know, being on the same level as them, you're doing his work, you know, that's uh, comparable to what they do. Um, things can, you gotta step up your game, you know, so, and that's one of the reasons why my cover has kind of evolved over the years, just try to keep it, you know, fresh, try to keep it, you know, looking like, uh, you know, a professional design, <laughs> uh, a professional drew the stock image, uh, but it was just me that designed it, <laughs> me, um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, anyways, back to the whole manuscript things, talking about the inside of the books, Kindle has this app called uh, Kindle Create. Um, so if you have a Microsoft Word document and you're like, I want to make this look more book-like, uh, yeah, grab that app. Uh, you can uh, basically add, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's really limited in what it can do right now. So don't expect like too much. But um, it does it does put like a nice little polish on your uh, on your on your manuscript. There takes care of all of your uh, your your forward, uh, your front matter and all that stuff, like the copyright page, title page, and all the stuff, you need a table of content, one of those, um, and, uh, yeah, and your back matter stuff, too, so acknowledgments about the author, uh, books in the series, which is a cool, cool little thing on there that I hadn't really planned on there, I just had, like, pictures of, uh, different Valhalla books, and, uh, my books, um, just, you know, random pictures and stuff like that. Uh, just pictures of the, uh, not random pictures, but like pictures of the covers of the books. Um, but yeah, Kindle Create has this nice little uh, more books uh, in the series uh, page, which you can just uh, write in all the uh, book names. Uh, for You can actually use this not just for the paperback um, uh, formatting, but also for your ebook. So if you want to throw in some, uh, you want to throw in some, uh, what do you call them? Links. <laughs> the word why did I just blank on the word links uh, if you want to throw in some links you can you can throw in those links and um, yeah make it easier for your for your readers to grab those books which we're all about right yeah yeah so I'm actually gonna go back and redo my uh, or not redo but like re-upload my ebook um, my ebook what's the word I'm looking for manuscript manuscript I'm just gonna blank on all kinds of words today um, but, uh, yeah, reload up my, uh, ebook manuscript with these, uh, nicer, uh, front matter, back matter pages and stuff like that. Um, 
rather than the the simplistic ebook uh, ones that I do. So, anyways, uh, yeah. Long story short, uh, paperbacks still on their way, but closer than ever. Um, so, yeah. Just got to knock out uh, book number three. Uh, New Daybreak, the newest of the three, and um, get that author proof back. But I am going to, I am going on vacation um, this following week. Um, I won't, I don't know if I'll do an episode or not. Um, we'll see. Um, it's one of those weird things. It's like you're on vacation, so you got all the time in the world, but you're on vacation, so you you, you don't have any time on in the yeah. You know, like everything's let's like. I'm, I'm very much a, a go-on-vacation-and-chill um, kind of person. And, um, yeah, sometimes, you know, you got your, your family got plans, you know, and they're like, well, no, we're going to do, we got this activity on this day and this activity on that day. And, um, you know, we got little kids. I understand. You want to keep them uh, occupied. You want to keep them, uh, you know, um, entertained and stuff like that. But at the same time, um, I'm not at work, so I don't want to do nothing, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, but, alright, let's take one more sip of this kombucha, and then we'll plug into the Matrix. Alright, cool. Be a good opportunity for an ad right there, right? Um, I don't feel like, I don't feel like ending the episode and cutting that in, so... Which is, if you're a long-time listener, you're like, yeah, Josh doesn't do no editing. He ain't, he ain't doing no splicing on here. Um, but if you're new, yeah, I don't do no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't edit anything out. Uh, so, unless I, like, mess up the intro, right? <laughs> Sometimes I'll just start over. Like I did today. So, listen out for those bloopers at the end. Just one, really, just one blooper. Just kind of me messing up, but... Anyways, oh uh, yeah, so I recently watched The Matrix, not just The Matrix, but uh, the whole trilogy, um, I, I haven't watched The Animatrix yet, um, I keep like telling myself I need to watch it, but I also like don't need to watch it, you know, kind of deal, like I remember, uh, I remember when it first came out, uh, The Animatrix, um, and uh, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, sweet, because anime was like, yeah, anime, and, like high school and stuff like that, and uh, you know, like you know, that was like the pinnacle of like high school, like oh, uh, you know, I, I would say young high school me, uh, you know, watching, uh, <laughs> watching the Matrix and listening to Linkin Park and uh, you know, building some some anime Gundam. No, I didn't build, I didn't build any Gundam um, until very recently, but, um, anyways, I say butt up a lot, that's another thing I do on this podcast, it's a regular, um, it's kind of like my, uh, my co-host, um, so, uh, welcome, thanks, thanks for butt, but, um, um, yeah, <laughs> I almost said it again, <laughs> The Matrix, so, yeah, rewatch The Matrix, uh, haven't watched it since, uh, I really don't think I've, I mean, I've probably seen the first one maybe a couple times since but I don't think I've actually watched like the trilogy since I was in high school um so it's been a hot minute um a lot has gone on in the world a lot has gone on in my life so I was like all right well let's watch the matrix let's watch it with some older eyes you know let's watch it with some some wisdom you know let's watch it with a little bit of uh a little bit of life you know life experience just to see what's going on here with this matrix and then you know especially with the events of i don't know these last couple years i guess i don't know it's just like the matrix just seems more prevalent than than ever um as we kind of just seem like we're on this destructive path of like (laughs) who's gonna finish this off first machines um the robots or um a disease that we made possibly <laughs> and uh, I'll say we I just mean humans in general um, uh, all, all them humans on this on this little blue ball we call we call home um, so and I don't know why um, just a little if you hear me sniffing I just like just all of a sudden my nose decided to block up it's like now I'm like all now I'm trying to try hold on move the mic away from my face real quick. I can't breathe. 
just talking like normal, just recording your podcast, and uh, next thing you know, your nose is just like stuffed up. It came out of nowhere. It was weird. Anyways, uh, maybe it's the Matrix. No, it's not. It's not the Matrix. Uh, but anyways, um, so yeah, just I went back and rewatched it, um, and what uh, one of the things that sparked me is uh, what is it? It was a YouTube video. I want to say it was the channel Just Right. Uh, that's W R I T E, um, where he takes a lot of uh, like big. Uh, I'm just gonna say stories, but most of the time it's movies. It kind of breaks down like the story elements of those movies. Um, gives you a little uh, a kind of like a, a a peek behind the curtain of the story kind of deal. Um, really great channel. Really recommend listening uh, to his stuff, watching his videos, and um, I think he did an episode on like why the Matrix sequels weren't that bad. And one of the points he made was like, you know, most of us when we watched this, we were younger. We, uh, you know, got bored when they started talking about like the philosophical stuff and you know all that, all that kind of stuff. And that's more in the sequels than it is the first one. But uh, yeah, and I remember that. I remember kind of like, all right, I just want to see Neo fight a hundred bajillion Smiths. That's what I want to see. I don't care if the CGI is that bad, which at the time. Like, it was still kind of bad, but, like, looking back on it now with the rewatch, it's like, it kind of makes sense in The Matrix for it to not be great, <laughs> you know? Because it is set in 1999, I'm pretty sure, like the end of the end of the century. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, anyway, seeing that YouTube video, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go back and rewatch it. Um, it was on HBO Max. I think it just came off. Um, I think it just, it's, it, like, I don't know, you know how they switch up their, their roster every now and then, um, to keep things fresh, uh, yeah, so I think it just came off, so I'm not sure where you can watch it now, um, but, uh, yeah, anyways, so Reach watched it, uh, I guess it's a couple weekends ago now, and, um, obviously the first one still holds up, it's really good, you know, some of the CGI in there, uh, you know, some of those effects are... A little wonky by today's standards, but not really. It really does kind of hold up uh, the special effects, um, which is really amazing and really just, you know, speaks a lot for the groundbreaking special effects. There goes my nose again. Sorry, guys. Um, I can't breathe. And now I like talking through my mouth and hold on. try that. I think I can breathe now. Just can't. Just can't breathe. <laughs> All right. What a what a fun episode. Fun episode. Josh can't breathe. Um. Yeah. So the special effects they really do hold up. Um. So that, there's no there's no complaints on that. Like I said in the sequels, like some of those fight scenes between uh, Neo and the Bajillion Smiths, like it does get a little uh. A little PlayStation 2, uh, a <laughs> little PlayStation 3-ish uh, on the uh, on the special effects, but at the same time, never really like it didn't bother me. Like, yeah, I was like, it's really noticeable, especially against like today's standards and all that stuff. But again, for when these movies came out, like, I mean, they were like, like they were the ones that were kind of creating a lot of this, uh, not creating the technology, but really like you know making it what it is um, for, for us folks today. Alright. And um, yeah, so and of course like the story uh, the story is really good and as you know, if you've listened, you know I'm really big on story, obviously. I'm a writer. Um, but uh, yeah, so, and that is one of the things that like that video on YouTube that was telling me was like, you know, the sequels, like, that philosophical stuff, now that, you know, going back and rewatching it, like, a little bit, you know, older, a little bit more patience in movies, um, yeah, a lot of that stuff really sticks out, and you're like, oh, it's actually, it's actually some really deep stuff that they kind of snuck into these, like, action movies, um, they didn't really sneak it into the, the second and third one, it's really, um, it really up there, but still, like I said, when you're young and you're, you got that, you know, teenager brain you're like i want to see fight scenes 
I wanted to see Kung Fu. Um, but uh, I, did, I didn't talk like that when I was a teenager. <laughs> be, really, be really weird. Really strange turn of events for me. That's how I used to talk. And now I talk like this. Um, but, uh, <laughs> that's stupid. Um, but, anyways. <laughs> that's my other one. But, anyways. Um, continuing. <laughs> What's another segue? You know, it's hard to segue when there's just one of you, okay? It's just me. It's just me. It's easier to segue on the Valhalla Books podcast where there's Adam. And Adam, you know, he, he talks. <laughs> I don't have to do all the talking. <laughs> uh, I joke about it sometimes on that podcast as well. Um, because I'm like, I feel like because there's another person, I don't have to talk as much. <laughs> but sometimes I have to remember that I need to talk. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm also on this show. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, like the the philosophical stuff. Um, going back and watching it now, uh, yeah, it definitely is uh, a lot easier to kind of digest and actually more interesting than the fight scenes. Uh, so yeah, that's a little a little fun thing that I found out about myself. It's like, oh yeah, this is actually this is actually better stuff than these uh, wonky CGI fight scenes that I was like enthralled with when I was a teenage boy. Um, but yeah, and. I don't know, this whole idea of, you know, the machines using humans as basically living batteries to create uh, electricity because in a last-ditch effort against the machines, humans, like, I don't know, they nuked the sun? They basically blocked out the sun so the machines couldn't solar charge themselves or something like that, which, I mean, I feel like... They could use like other forms of energy. Like, why can't the machines just use nuclear energy? You know, like if anybody's gonna be safe with nuclear energy, it'd probably be the machines, right? Like, oh yeah, we're not gonna blow that up. No, we're not. That's that's not how we roll. And you know, you got multiple machines. Yeah. So like, I mean, pretty much any nuclear disaster um, that we've had has been human error. Has been like somebody either, you know, not paying attention, um, or just, you know, a, a whole group of somebody's just not caring <laughs> enough. Um, I don't feel like that would happen with machines, and I feel like they could just use nuclear power, but anyways, that would just destroy the whole point of the Matrix. Um, so they got all these humans, uh, charging up, and they got them in order to keep them docile, they got them in what is called the Matrix, which is a computer program that they are mentally in, a simulation, if you will, an anthill, if you will, you know what I'm saying? Ants don't know they're in a simulation of an anthill. To them, it's just an anthill. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. Um, so and I know we've talked about it a bunch of times on here, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, then there's, like, the big theories, like, you know, like, are we living in a simulation? Is this, like, is this real life? How do we know this is real life? <laughs> and stuff like that. And, you know, people always bring up, like, well, uh, everything was fine until they were messing around with that Hadron Collider and they uh, found the, 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 the God particle and stuff like that and, like, all these different things. And it's like, yeah, I think so. All right, you get a little philosophical and uh, kind of tie things back into my books. And actually, I'm I'm going to make this a two-parter. I'm going to talk about this on the way home because um, I'm at work. And I feel like this needs to be talked about. All right, so, but we'll finish with uh, this section on, on this thought. So, I don't think we're living in a simulation. But I do believe there is some truth to that idea I do believe that uh, we are living in not a bubble, but it's kind of it's hard to explain. And honestly, I really haven't put that much time into thinking about how to best describe this. Um, <laughs> but we are living in a society. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not it uh anyways i don't know i'll i'll finish this thought today but um just know that this is a rabbit trail that i am currently going down 
and um, if you're reading my books you'll you'll be kind of picking up on some of that um, but it won't really uh, take uh, fruition in the uh, in the books until until book number four which I'm currently working on as I go down this rabbit trail so there's that so anyways uh, I'm gonna take a break I'm gonna go to work and I'll see you in a few hours Welcome back, everybody, and uh, I know for you it's only been a couple of minutes, but for me, it's been like a day. It's been like a day, y'all. Um, yeah, so I just uh, had some stuff to do uh, after work um, yesterday, so I uh, just didn't get to record that second half. So here I am the next day, the next morning, the next, I don't know, ride to work. I, I don't know. It's Friday, guys. It's I'm, 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 My brain's done. My brain's done. Um, yeah, so this is, it's just been a, it's just been a week, man, you know, not like a really tough week or anything, uh, but like, uh, Memorial Day was last weekend, and so I normally work like a, a four-day work week, and, um, so I normally work Monday through Thursday, but because of Memorial Day, we had Memorial Day off, and basically our four-day work week, or my four-day work week, uh, just kind of got bumped to Tuesday to Friday. So last weekend was full of stuff, uh, getting stuff done around the house and uh, you know, on vehicles and all sorts of fun things. Um, but uh, yeah, so here I am Friday morning uh, drinking uh, another bottle of kombucha. Uh, th these aren't so bad. I, 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 so um, my wife asked me if I wanted anything at the store. Um, I was like, all right, I got three days left to work. I would like three bottles of kombucha, please. Um, so she sent me a picture of what was on sale. Um, and one of the brands that was on sale was uh, Synergy. Um, and uh, the first bottle I got was watermelon or watermelon something. Don't recommend that one. Uh, but the other two was like a mango something. And then this one's called just the trilogy. I don't, I don't really know what, what, what the, the trilogy is comprised of. But uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty all right. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So if you hear me sipping on something, that's what I'd be sipping on. I'd be sipping on that kombucha. Again. The kombucha mushroom people sitting around all day. Uh, it takes everything in me not to break into that song every time I say the word kombucha. So um, just know there is a lot of restraint on my part. All right, so let's jump back into it. Um, so it's yesterday, finished our episode. Kind of talking about the Matrix, talking about me rewatching it, and I, I say yesterday. So I'm probably gonna do that a lot because for me, it's been a day for you, only a couple of minutes, a couple of ads, uh, a couple of this, a couple of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I, it's just gonna take me a minute to kind of get my brain back into it because, uh, as you know, as my regular listeners know, I don't do any preparation for this show. I freaking put the headphones on and hit record, and uh, whatever comes out comes out. So. Um, um, yeah, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Um, so I was talking about, like, simulation theory kind of stuff. Like, do we live in a simulation, you know? Like, how much, like, of this idea of the Matrix is kind of feasible? Um, maybe it's something in my truck that makes my nose get stuffed up. Maybe it's the kombucha. Maybe, I don't know, it's this brand. I never had this issue before. But my nose is getting stuffed up again, so that's, uh, that's fun. That's always a good time for podcast recording. <laughs> Um, yeah, so talking about the simulation theories, stuff like that, and um, I was like, uh, do I believe we're living in a simulation? Not really. Do I think there's some truth to that? Uh, yeah, and I was fixing to break it down, um, but then I was at work, so I didn't break it down. And then I was like, hey, I'll, I'll record this <laughs> when I get off of work, but then I didn't, so, you know. Uh, but yeah, it's just this, like, uh, it... And I don't know, like, my mind has changed on conspiracy-type theories, right, um, at, over the course of the past year. <laughs> um, and there are many reasons for that. Um, 
mostly and I'm not one of those like hey man just do your own research like I've watched like three YouTube videos I know what what's up bro okay I'm not one of those um, I'm not like super deep into conspiracy theories and stuff like that and like fringe uh, kind of uh, I don't know fringe science or whatever you want to call it uh, whatever makes you feel comfortable calling it some people like to downplay it because it makes them feel better because uh, they don't want their brain to work that hard uh, but then there's, there's some people that maybe put a little bit too much stock into it you know um, these are the ones that you know we, we call the people that wear the tinfoil hats and stuff like that um, it, in my viewpoint, truth is truth. You can't change that. Um, truth is an absolute. Um, I know a big thing nowadays is like, oh, well, you know, that's your truth. You know, my truth is not the same as your truth. Truth is truth. Two plus two is, is four. Um, that's, <laughs> it's never going to change. Um, and, uh, like, I've, I've heard arguments against it, like, you know, 2 plus 2 is only equals 4 because, like, we say that this uh, number equals this amount, and because of we have declared that, that's what... No. You take 2 of something, you add another 2, there's 4. All right, that's just how, <laughs> that's how that works, all right? Don't you, don't... you don't have to dig too deep into it because, yeah, anyways. Um, so, uh, for me, uh, with... Uh, my truth being that truth is truth <laughs> um i'm really big on all right i might not agree with you but i'll at least listen to you and i think that's where a lot of people go wrong nowadays and i think that's where we're getting the debates and fights and all that stuff and people can't get along it's because we forgot how to listen to each other um and there's gonna be a lot of ranting in today's uh in this half of the episode so if you're not up for rants and stuff like that uh, i'm gonna keep it civil but uh yeah it's just you know kind of Rewatching the Matrix and just with the events of like the past few years and stuff like that, um, especially okay, really here in America. Um, I know there's uh, Spotify gives me some statistics about listeners, and I know there's some of you that listen every now and then that are all over the world. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, this is yeah, kind of well, I mean, it is it is global. Well, yeah, we'll get into it. Um, it's gonna be all over the place. It's gonna be. It's gonna sound like a conspiracy theory podcast, but it all ties back into the books. I, I promise. I promise. Um, so, got my my nose is dripping because I'm trying not to sniff. It just <laughs> I probably look like a, a cracked out like conspiracy theorist. Nose dripping and drinking my kombucha. Oh my god. <laughs> Goodness gracious, am I a dog? Why is my nose so wet? <laughs> Good thing I don't do video recording this podcast. That would be disgusting. Um, so, yeah. Um, truth being truth and all that, I believe that with a lot of these conspiracy theories, um, a lot of times they get written off and stuff like that. But I always feel like there's kind of a kernel of truth in everything, almost. Um, but the issue is often that truth gets perverted, all right? Um, now, depending on your, you know, religious background or, you know, your whatever background and stuff like that, we can debate on who is the one that's perverting the truth. Um, you know, a lot of conspiracy theorists would say, you know, it's the Illuminati, you know, it's the world powers and stuff like that. Uh, Christianity would say, you know, it's the devil, it's demons that are, are uh, perverting this truth. Um, we just be upfront with you. That's where I fall. Um, but I have my reasons for that. I do those conversations in person, all right? I don't talk about religion, politics too much on here um, because this is supposed to be a safe place. It's a fun place, all right? This is this is cool. Hey, hey, it's me. It's Josh, your zombie writing nerd buddy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so anyways, uh, but basically, um, I think there's a little bit of truth in everything, um, but a lot of times the truth kind of gets perverted. Um, so, like, the idea of this simulation theory, well, like I said, I believe, I don't really believe we're living in a simulation, but I could kind of see where people get that idea, all right? There's a lot of stuff 
that doesn't add up, <laughs> right? And I just went on the whole rant about two plus two equal, equals four. Yes, but we know that two plus two equals four. There's a lot of stuff in this world, and by world, I mean like just, you know, everything that we live in, the universe, right? It just doesn't make sense. Like, there's, uh, for example, like, let's dark matter. Dark matter makes up, I think, uh, it's like 80, 90% of the universe. We don't know what it is. We, all we know is that it's, it's kind of like the glue that holds everything together. Some of us would call that the Lord. <laughs> um, it, other of us, you know, call it, you know, black matter and stuff like that, you know? Um, uh, and I'm not saying that black matter is God or God is black matter, but in my opinion, as, as, as a, as a Christian, uh, as a Bible reading Christian, um, I would say, and I have to throw that in there. I have to throw that in there nowadays just cause you know, there's, yeah, just you, you want to define things. Um, but, uh, yeah, just like, I think that in, in my opinion, that dark matter is just another created thing. Um, made by made by uh the god of the bible um and uh it's one of the things that he created to hold everything together you know like yeah so anyways i'm trying i'm trying to get off of that but i will i will keep coming back to it so just a heads up if you're sensitive to you know religious kind of talk and all that it's fine uh leave me a voicemail you got you you got questions you got you got you responses to something i've said leave a voicemail anchor fm you can leave voicemails for the podcast that you listen to on there um uh, i would prefer if you did it that way so i could hear your voice um because a lot of times you lose uh you lose and i think that gets us in, in trouble too because we do a lot of talk a lot of communication by email text uh instant messaging kind of stuff um and you don't hear the person's voice so you might read context into their comment or what they're saying that's not really there and if you're in any kind of long-term relationship married you know whatever long long dating relationship then you know about this there's many times where you've gotten a text from your 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 significant other your loved one your spouse and they said something to you and you might have put a little context into it that might have not been there it might have been like hey can you uh hey can you take out the trash when you uh before you leave for work and maybe you heard of hey uh how come you never take out the trash a-hole you put some context into there that they might have not put in there. Now, if you've had conversations about taking out the trash, maybe, maybe, you know, but yeah. Um, so if you're going to leave me a message uh, about anything talk about on the podcast today, I would appreciate it if you do it by voice. Um, so it just helps me out, helps me get a little bit of context on what you're saying. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. So the idea that we're kind of like living in this simulation where I think there's like this kernel of truth to it. So, um, I believe that, uh, the, the Bible is true. I believe that is truth. Um, and I believe that, um, the God of this universe created everything. Um, I will argue and debate about the time scale of that. Um, that's one of the things that I'm actually, I'm reading a book right now that kind of deals with, uh, the creation, um, kind of meshing things with uh, what science believes about creation of the world, of, of the universe, and then kind of what uh, uh, the Bible teaches about uh, about uh, the creation, really more the creation of man, like the beginning of humankind and stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, so debate about it, you know, whatever. Um, but believe that the Bible says that God created the world. He definitely did that, everything in it, um, all the stuff going on. Uh, now, this is, uh, this is the thing that, uh, it's a, it's really important to make in these kind of conversations. Like, so the Bible is not like a science book. It's not a history book. Uh, there is history in it. Um, there are things, uh, that pertain to science in it that, uh, ironically the church was against at one time. Um, and then science kind of, uh, or religion finally kind of caught up to it. Um, for example, the earth rotating in the sun and stuff like that. Um, there, uh, but, uh, sorry, 
lost my train of thought because it's everywhere. There's no tr there's no rails today. Just we're off the rails. Um, but so yeah, believe that the universe was created by uh, by the God of the Bible. And I was have to again. I'll be, I'll be defining a lot of things when I talk about this because you could say God and that is very generic. Which God? Um, uh, I am specifically talking about Yahweh, uh, the God of the Bible. Now, if you want to come and talk about Mesopotamian uh, and uh, religion and um, and Sumerian, um, you know, spirituality, yeah, fine. We can talk about that. Voicemail, okay? Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't even worry about it yet, okay? Um, like I said, I've been on a lot of rabbit trails uh, <laughs> this year, uh, a lot of stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, so the Bible, not a science book, not a history book. Uh, it's very important to note when the Bible, like the story begins, Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, all right? And that pretty much just sums up everything. Heavens, everything else. Um, Earth, pretty self-explanatory. Earth, right? Um, and there is this idea of like, there's kind of like this uh, gap theory, uh, time gap kind of deal between Genesis 1, 1 and uh, uh verses 1 and 2, and then verse 3, when God actually kind of begins the creation on uh, the planet and stuff like that. Many people have, um, and you're Josh, what does this have to do with the Matrix? I'll get to it. I'm getting to it, all right? Um, a lot of people have uh, debated about whether this is allegorical, whether this is a literal six days. Um, many people believe, uh, uh, Christians believe in that literal six days, and um, it's, it's kind of hard to match that up with science. Um, it, it's important to remember the context the context of Genesis. Genesis was written um, by Moses and uh, probably uh, Joshua um, did some editing on there, not me, um, like the Joshua the Bible. Um, and Moses' uh, Moses uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, Moses's uh, like right hand man kind of deal. Um, the first five books of the Bible, the Pentateuch, were written to the second generation of Israelites that were coming out of Egypt because famously they, you know, got out of Egypt and they started not doing the good things, you know. And um, God was like, all right, cool, your generation's going to die off and your kids are going to go into the promised land. Um, so these um, five books of the Bible are written to that generation to remind them this this is your story this is where you're coming from um so the book of genesis is is giving you a the first half is basically from creation um all the way up to abraham and it just gives basically kind of the the summary of this is how we got from here to here okay um and then it picks up with abraham and then it goes through the patriarchs abraham isaac jacob joseph um it tells their story it tells about how god has basically brought them to Egypt, how they got to Egypt in the first place. And um, then in Exodus picks up with, obviously, they're in Egypt, they're, they're slaves. Um, and uh, then it goes through that, through their, uh, the Exodus itself, um, to coming up to the promised land, to all the stuff that they go through, the 40 years in the wilderness. And you get the books of the law, Leviticus, Numbers. Um, and, uh, and of course, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy is basically kind of almost a, a summary of everything that's kind of happened up until this point. Um, as they're fixing to go into the land, and they do eventually go into the promised land at the end. And then uh, the sixth book, the Bible, kind of like almost like a, an in-between, is they're uh, coming into the promised land and uh, basically taking that over. All right? So... Understanding that context of the first five books of the Bible, you kind of understand a little bit more about Genesis and about its role. So you, you can't really take it as far as like, I don't believe it's allegorical, but I also don't believe it's like, it's not every single detail of creation. There's a lot of other stuff going on there that we just don't know about because it wasn't written down for us. It wasn't provided in, in the scriptures. I think it's one of the fun things we get to find out when we go to heaven. Um, so, you know, people 
here all the time, like, man, heaven's going to be so boring, I don't want to sit on the cloud and play harps. That's Looney Tunes, that's, that's cartoons, all right? Get that idea of heaven out your head. Heaven is where God's at, okay? It's the spiritual place. And um, we're going to be basically believers of, uh, of Jesus. And this is, again, you have issues with this voicemail. Um, uh, you'll be in heaven. And there's so much we don't know about how the universe works and how, how God works and who God is that it will take eternity for him to just reveal just a little bit every day without our minds exploding right and i feel like that's a, a good idea of kind of what pic, uh, picture of what heaven is it's not us sitting on on clouds playing harps uh, like a bunch of babies in diapers okay get that idea bad idea whoever yeah bad uh little kernel of truth Perverted, right? Okay, got it. Cool. We're on the same page. So, understanding what um, I just said about Genesis, and if you don't understand it, I know. It's a lot to take in. Um, but we uh, have to have that mindset of what Genesis is to understand the creation. Understanding creation helps us understand, basically, the rest of the Bible. Um, I, a lot of times, I tell that people, like, hey, like, it, it, Genesis is one of the most important books um like if you got like a handful of, of books that you can have out of the bible i highly recommend genesis um you know of course at least one of the gospels um but uh yeah understanding the beginning is important for understanding the middle and the end all right every good story has a beginning a middle and an end and the our good story starts in 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 genesis so understanding kind of what i've, I've talked about the briefly about genesis uh the world was created by this creator god yahweh and in Genesis 3, it uh, is what's called the fall of man, um, where Adam and Eve eat the fruit that is you know, forbidden. Complete, unlimited freedom in the garden. There's just one thing they can do. One thing. I can argue about this as well, off the air, whatever. Um, but doing this is what caused sin to enter the world, sin and death. Um, and this fractures, it breaks creation, okay? And the effects of this are not only just immediate, but in my opinion, they are so penetrating that they have affected us down into basically our genetics, um, which is why people in the Old Testament, um, or in, especially in the early books of the Bible, they lived like these really long ages, right? Why we have all these myths of, of uh, these great men who did these great things, and that's outside of the Bible, you know? Like we have, every culture has like these great myths. When you go back to the, the Greek, Roman, like myths, mythology and stuff like that, go back even further into like the Mesopotamian stuff that I was talking about earlier, they had these myths of the, uh, I think they were called, I'm not going to pronounce it right, so I'm not even going to say it, but it starts with an A and ends with an Ians, all right? Um, so, uh, every every kind of culture has, like, had this, but, like, I believe it uh, has uh, affected us down to our, our genealogy, where, like, now we, with, with scientific progress, we've been able to extend our life a little bit longer, but back then they just lived longer, um, and I believe that's because the gene pool... Uh, was was cleaner because it wasn't as penetrated and affected by sin. Josh, what about the Matrix? I'm getting there, all right? I'm getting there. There's a lot of ground to cover. Um, so, because the world is broken, we have this idea. We have this innate thing in our brain that tells us this is not how the world is supposed to be. This is not how things are supposed to be. This is wrong. Even in over the course of millennia mankind has spent countless hours on trying to figure out why does this not feel right why does this feel wrong um so for us in modern times one of those ideas is that we live in a simulation with the advance of computers and the way that we see computers and computing uh and uh, like these mathematical languages and stuff like that um 
especially with the boom of the internet and these interface networks. Um, we, we see a lot of that kind of mirrored in the real world. And we're like, get a lot of people have gotten this idea. It's like, are we in the real world? Or is this some kind of simulation? Um, like the big one I've seen recently is like, um, if you don't think we're living in a simulation, have you ever seen your neighbor bring in their groceries? That people are like, well, I don't think I ever have seen my neighbor bringing. I've seen my neighbor. I've seen neighbors bringing groceries plenty of times. Like it's yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's like not one of those things you think about because I mean, how often do we pay attention to our neighbors doing mundane tasks, right? Um, but uh, yeah, so this idea that we live in a simulation that 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 this is not something's wrong, right? And that's that's the that's the big thing I want to harp on is that something is wrong here, and um, the idea that we live in the simulation, the idea that uh, for the Matrix, you know, that this is a pretend world that the machines have put us in to use us as living batteries and stuff like that, I could kind of see where people come from, kind of thinking, all right, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of true, and it's a big big idea. What is truth in the Matrix? It's a whole thing. It's one of my favorite things about the matrix um it the whole idea of the red pill and the blue pill and i know that's kind of been hijacked by QAnon and these like right wing fringe um uh but the the wachowskis um i think i think they're both they're both going by by lady names now i i, I didn't look it up um but uh very not right wing okay we'll just I, yeah um so this idea of the, the red pill and the blue pill, in one hand, you're gonna stay stay asleep, basically. You're gonna continue to believe that this world is real and that this is the truth. Or, in the other hand, you have the red pill. And you wake up and you find out this is not the real world. But the real world is very bleak. And <laughs> the truth is not great, all right? So you have this idea of like, yeah, you're you're alive in this world and you can continue to be in this world, the matrix, or you can take this pill and you can wake up. You can see the real world for how it really is, but it's not great. But I promise you, you're not gonna wanna turn back. Alright? And that's a huge thing as far as kind of Christianity goes. It's almost the same proposal. It's like, yeah, you can you can keep on going, living your life doing whatever and I know there's been a lot of bad theology and just bad Christian mumbo-jumbo over the years I grew up in uh, the 90s early 2000s I've been to the youth groups I've been to the true love weights uh, uh, and all that stuff I've been to a I've been through a lot of bad theology over the years I have preached a lot of bad theology over the years so don't think I'm I'm immune to it like I've said I've learned a lot um, but uh, I don't even know where I was going with that point, sorry. Um, and I know a lot of people have said that, you know, once you become a Christian, your life will become increasingly better, you know? You, you can't have, you can't be happy in, unless you're a follower of Jesus. Uh, people that are not followers of Jesus, they can never be truly happy. Again, kernel of truth. But there's a lot of unbelievers out there they're really happy, right? They got they got good things going on. Now, sometimes like that might be a perceived notion um, that they seem happy on the outside, um, but they're really dealing with depression. Well, we see this all the time with like the suicide the suicides that like uh, that shock us. Like Robin Williams, like how could Robin Williams be depressed? You know, he brought joy to so many people. It's that is that that kind of idea. And a lot of times, Christians, well-meaning but ill-informed will pop up and be like, well, it's because he didn't follow Jesus and you can never be truly happy. He's like, sit, sit down, sit down and read your Bible. All right. Um, always good advice. If you're about to pop off a comment on Facebook or whatever, social media, um, read your Bible instead, <laughs> read your Bible instead. Don't comment on social media. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, but it, Christianity, it, it, it's almost the same thing. It's like, yeah, you can continue to leave, live your life doing whatever makes you happy or you can take the breath pill and you can follow Jesus it's not going to be easy but it's going to be worth it 
Um, so, like I said, like a lot of this all tied into the Matrix. And again, watching this series with with uh, with some older eyes um, and um, a little bit more life wisdom, uh, we uh, uh, just I was able to kind of like watch this and be like. Yeah, yeah, that a lot of this stuff like really does, you know, make sense. And there's like, talks about fatalism and, in um, you know, whether the universe is set and whether you know, like, do we even really make choices? Um, a lot of good stuff in there. So of course, I, I, I highly recommend that we rewatch the Matrix uh, trilogy if you get the chance. I don't know what streaming service is on now. Like I said, I think it just came off of um hbo max so what did my microphone oh i just changed the, the headphones um so uh we uh yeah i definitely highly recommend watching it um it's worth the it's worth the watch and stuff like that but um yeah let's see um sorry i'm backing up i'm at work i'm at work podcast is fixed to be over with um and uh let's see let's see let's see let's see let's see all right all right let's finish this thing up let's be let's finish this thing strong joshua (laughs) um so yeah highly recommend watching it um if you have any questions if you want like resources and stuff like that again you know if you want to talk about this leave me a voicemail um if you want to talk about it more in depth uh maybe we can figure out a more uh uh, concrete way of uh, talking about stuff rather than just voicemail. Uh, but let's hit that outro music. Hey, uh, thanks for listening to me ramble and rant and stuff like that. I know it's like a lot of stuff and I'm all over the place. Um, but uh, I appreciate you listening. Um, we might do another part to this uh, second, like a, a second episode, kind of talking about how it kind of ties into the zombie uh, apocalypse, um, my series um universe and stuff like that but hey the new books are out they're out as ebooks i'm working on those paperbacks proof copies come in tomorrow i change the shipping to two days so i get them a little bit sooner hopefully get those out and um yeah probably be out next week Uh, i'm actually looking at one of the author proofs right now um so hey i appreciate it appreciate your likes your reviews stars and everything you can you know and give me positive feedback for on the podcast and the books and all that so all right y'all have a good week and i'll talk to you next time